Looks like you found yourself a chair. guys i just wanted to uh kick off the podcast welcome oh welcome wow thanks for <laughs> thanks for having us abby hey he- hello from new york city guys wow all right lauren why don't you introduce our podcast mm-hmm. for our zero listeners to listen yeah to- <laughs> for all of our listeners out there this is your chance just to dive into the psyche of the williams sisters I just figured that us having this podcast would be cheaper than therapy. I just thought we could, yeah, we could unpack some stuff here. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And also, we are all also paying for therapy, so we, this is like a nice addition. This to is our supplementary. Yeah. This, this is supplementary. supplementary. I um, had it this morning with the Reverend. My new therapist is a Reverend. Hmm. Do you call him the Reverend? Reference to Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. No, she's. She's she. I. Wow. I should not. I, I knew. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a <laughs> female reverend. That's honestly my bad. I didn't know. And but. easing into one of the topics I wanted to bring up, Run's house. Oh my god! I I was hoping you were going to oh. say Run's house. Do you guys know well, that I was at a party with Diggy? No, you weren't. Yeah, I yes. was. Yeah, I was in Santa when? Barbara at the on a rooftop. Rooftop oh, party. You know what? This does ring a bell. Uh huh. And I said, "This does ring a bell." Nice sweatshirt. Did you really? Yeah. Did he say anything? He said thanks. Yeah. What was his sweatshirt? Well, his sweatshirt said it said like "Kids see ghosts," and I was like, "Oh, is that?" It was like Kanye and Kid Cudi's new album or something, and I made a uh, comment because I was like the only millennial in the entire event. I, you know what? We should probably introduce ourselves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, my name's my name's Kenzie, ex aspiring DJ, ex aspiring magician, um, ex aspiring veterinarian, current aspiring physician <laughs> assistant in New York City. A little bit about me. I'm the middle sibling. All right, kicking it off to you, Abby. <laughs> I'm Abby. I am the baby. Leo, sun and moon. Um, yeah. Um. That's about it. Hmm. That was really enlightening. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah. All I have, I'm Lauren. And all that I do now is write my dissertation and go to therapy. <laughs> so that's pretty much all you need to that's know. That's like all you us. need to know. I don't know. I'm a dog mom. Dog mom. Mm-hmm. What a millennial. <laughs> let's, let's talk about a nice point that you brought up today lauren and that is um the traumatic memory of our slash my ex hamster yeah so do you want to tell us a bit this was not was this your first or your second hamster this was my second hamster and i do want to differentiate between the two hamsters in my life growing up because let's start with the first one Mm -hmm. um hamtaro yes name namesake from the Japanese manga series, Hamtaro, a.k.a. <laughs> my favorite Nintendo DS video game, um, Return of Ham Ham. <laughs> Hamtaro was great. He would just hang out. He was one of the girls. He would hang out. 
he would sit in your lap and watch Survivor with you. Um, he was great. And Ham Taro, I just want to add, I don't know if you remember this, was your prize for sleeping in your own room like 10 nights in a row or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I, I did not. I was not about to sleep by myself. Yeah, you're a wanderer. When I was younger. So I used to go into other people's rooms. So I did sleep by myself. And then after I got the hamster, I returned to my old habit of going back into other people's rooms. Regardless, Hamtaro did uh, unfortunately perish during his third move. He lived for about four years, and I had to bury him in the backyard in an office office max pencil case. <laughs> and that was a really great relationship that we had. And then we had Mickey, who was the second hamster, and he was an asshole. <laughs> and he would piss in your hand on purpose. He would he would bite. He would somehow escape every single night for like maybe like I think the longest time he was missing was for like a week like he was gone for a week and then we found him in like a bathroom closet just hanging out you guys were so sick of him breaking out that you put so my bedroom was on the opposite side of the house as everyone else's so you all put Mm -hmm. his cage (laughs) over on my side of the house and I would keep my door shut and he would flatten himself like a pancake shimmy under my bedroom door and I would wake up to him on top of me in my bed he was a he was a true MacGyver I don't know I we used to stack like four textbooks on top of his cage and he would still find a way to push it open and sneak out Mm -hmm. I don't know how he did it but he was the worst you know what it could have been related to (laughs) what is that wasn't he your sidekick as a magician indeed him as part of your show he could have picked up a few tricks i would never let him join my show i would never let him join so at at some point patty had enough she had enough she told me that um i need to find somebody at school to take him (laughs) i'm in fourth grade going to margaret beaks elementary um (laughs) basically trying to sell this hamster that's close to death anyways I think I'd had him for like a year already (laughs) um it was a week I wrote up like a a nice little biography about the hamster no takers um and then one day he went missing which was not abnormal but he never came back so then do you want me to jump in and share my perspective yes and so I want everybody to know that that this happened and I did not find out the truth until Years later, take it away. Was it really years? Yes, I didn't know until years later that this happened. Yeah, so one day, mom had had enough. Patty had had enough. So she decided that she was going to <laughs> just take him and let him loose on the golf course. Just let him outside yep. into the backyard to run. And she brought me in on it. Probably <laughs> had me probably had me just like tell her yeah this is a good idea and I guess I'm in middle school and I watched her take Mickey out of his cage open the back door and just nudge him out let him go yep and then that next day I brought home a note from a poor classmate mother stating that she would be happy to take Mickey off of our hands and this girl Bertha Bertha if you're out there I apologize 
Um, but you didn't get the real Mickey because the next morning my mom and I had to go to the pet store and buy a new hamster to give to this girl as the fake Mickey because we Mickey escaped and never came back. But she knew the whole time that she had let this hamster go. So when you eventually found out, who who told you? I think you did. Okay, that sounds right. So she never she was she was going to take it to her grave. And you know what? There's been a lot of things that I found out, like the time that I drank um, <laughs> chicken feet broth for a month. <laughs> and we were no both in on me. that, though. Okay, yeah. We, she, I mean, mom had a, this was, what, you had acid reflux or something? I had acid reflux. And <laughs> okay, instead of putting that's me on so dramatic. So, instead of putting me on Pepsid like a normal human being, she decided that she was going to boil up chicken feet she bought from a chinese market no, she and would go secretly to feeds me oasis world market mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we'd come back and boil them in the garage in a crock pot <laughs> <laughs> she would drain it and give you your special juice so that's a little bit of insight to what i went through as a child can i a so a lot of lies mickey not to move too quickly away from mickey the hamster because this that's, it yeah. feels like something that you need to grieve then you, you need to make space for that grief but yep. um speaking of sort of what kind of animal is a, a rodent a rodent like animal um mm-hmm. i was thinking about our furby growing up do you guys remember our furby oh yes, yes. so yep. what i i have no the only memory i have of this furby is that every once in a while it would open its eyes and look me in directly in the eye and go, where, Furby baby? <laughs> and here's here's what troubles me about that. One, mm-hmm. our Furby was a mother. Mm-hmm. Two, which I thought that I I just want to stop there. I was just assuming that Furbies were non-binary, mm-hmm. but apparently. She was a mom. Well, I get, well, yeah, that's how I interpreted it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that she was a mother, that her Furby baby at some point had been taken from her, (laughs) and that she had some recollection enough to know that her baby was missing and expected me to have the answer as to where to find it. You know, I would like to know if any of our zero listeners out there have had an, uh, a paranormal experience with Furbies like we did. Mm. But I would like to point out that there was a point where, because one, one Christmas, we, all three of us got our own Furbies. And I'm pretty sure there was a point where we literally had to hide them in the closet and take the batteries out. And they were still somehow speaking to us. They were chanting, where Furby baby? <laughs> where Furby baby? <laughs> And that was truly terrifying. I've heard of a few stories of people saying that their Furbies did something. I did a little bit of research to find out, like, what words do Furbies know? And I guess there was a myth that Furbies learn from listening to you. But apparently (laughs) the Furbies, they start out and they're talking some made-up Furby language. They're just like... And then over time, the more you use them, the more they start to incorporate the English words that were in their dictionary. So it seems like they're learning. But here's the weird thing. I couldn't find anyone who said that their Furby would say, where Furby baby? Oh my god. 
baby so was in its vocabulary. Old... Those words were all in its vocabulary. But what compelled this particular Furby to string them together in that way? That seemed pretty syntactically advanced for. So, so there was a whole Furby linguistic system. Yes. Or dialogue. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Maybe, and, and they picked up from their environment, or that was false? That was false. Yeah, that is a okay, false so I was going to say, maybe that's why one of our Furbies kept saying, fuck, because they listened <laughs> to our mom. <laughs> really? I feel like Abby said fuck one time. But it was maybe just something that we thought that we heard that, but. I'm not going to lie. I'm having a really tough time remembering anything <laughs> from my childhood. I've thought all day trying to think about topics and I can't think of a single thing. What about, yeah, well, how about so your little chuck? Yeah. Yeah. All I remember was I had Missy Elliott. I had Jay-Z. <laughs> I had the whole crew. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Like, I just am not remembering details. Yeah. Well, those were big influences in your seven-year-old life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Abby doesn't remember her childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Abby has no recollection of the uh, developing years. Do you remember um, the first song on your iPod? Oh, yes. Ooh. Mine was, a, I, I guess I got an iPod and, hmm third grade fourth grade the very first song on my ipod shuffle was drop it like a thought noob dog mm. you know what i can't remember i don't know for the shuffle but for my ipod it was abortion by lil wayne oh, God, oh that is dark and then oh my god when i got older and my <laughs> music was on my phone i was like this is inappropriate because it plays every single time i start my car <laughs> oh because so i the first it alphabetized yes yeah, so i deleted it and then it became All Around the World by Justin Bieber, acoustic version. Ooh. And Classic. But that was a little more embarrassing when people were in the car. Because it was also the acoustic version without I instruments. That acoustic, that acoustic album was pretty good. Wait, but that Lil Wayne song starts with like a thunderstorm. <laughs> so every time you got in your car, wow. I, I don't know what the rest dark. of the song was. I never listened to it. Oh, guys, I do have to tell you something, too, and I'm humiliated, but I did not get the Wordle today. Oh. I didn't get um, it. I don't know what this is. I've seen people posting on TikTok about Wordle. I don't know what it is. It's basically, it's a game that everybody is playing at the same time, and you have six tries to guess this five-letter word. And everyone and has the same word. word. Who is everybody? Oh, literally everyone, everybody. Everyone you know, everyone you walk by during the day, everyone that lives in your building. Everyone you wish you knew. I'm competing with everyone, all of them? Ev- all no. your friends and all your enemies. No, Here's it's not thing. a competition. Here's the thing. You're not competing against. You're competing alongside. We're all striving to the same goal. Your only competition is yourself in Wordle. I don't know. I think You're I'm, on your own. I think I'm scarred from the Daily Crossword with you guys because that used to be something I enjoyed and now it's just stressful um, see but that gives you a leaderboard this has no leaderboard it's not like you're com- your you're friend you're not friends with anyone it's okay it's it's you yourself and you so I have a wordle story Abby I'll give you I'll give you an example 
Last week, for example, the word, the correct word was shake. Okay. So here you can see this is how my board was. So the first <laughs> word I guessed was shame. I don't know what that says about Close. I don't know what that says about me, but that was my first random word. <laughs> Randomly, I'm going to start with shame. Um, I'm going to start with despair. <laughs> I'm going to start with crushing depression. Does that fit? <laughs> so with shame, I got four. I got all but the fourth letter right. Then I go share. Not right. Then I go shape. Incorrect. Shade. No. Shave. Still not. So I'm on my last chance. There are two options. I can go with shape or I could go with shale. Oh. So I'm sitting there and honestly I was at the point where I was like, if I I guess four out of five on the first on the first try. If I lose this wordle, I'm going to get I'm not being dramatic, but I'm going to get back in bed and I'm gonna call it a day. It was like <laughs> the eight forty five in the morning and I was like, if I get it wrong, I'm just Nope. The wordle does have the strange ability to crush you Mm -hmm. and your spirit. I, this was the first time that I've ever not gotten the wordle. Mm. Abby, basically, okay, she doesn't, I feel like you don't know how to play. Basically, Abby, I feel like you don't really fit in here. (laughs) Abby. So they don't give you any letters to start with? No. And the first thing you went with was shame. That is correct. <laughs> That's really close, though. Yeah, right? One of my friends got it on the first try. That's really impressive. You want to know what would have been ironic is if you guessed shame and then you didn't get the wordle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you were so close the entire time. Wow. I didn't even think about I felt that. a lot of shame all day. And I just had, I haven't told anybody. I just had the courage to tell you guys mm. that I didn't get it. Girl, thanks for your vulnerability. Yeah, anytime, girl. <laughs> Other games that we played growing up? Oh. Monopoly. No, 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 no. Life. Was it Life or Monopoly? Mm. It was Monopoly. Are you talking about the one that almost broke our family? That was Monopoly. Monopoly. Mm -hmm. And then Harry Potter trivia was also a huge just. I don't know why you all think it's so divisive. I'm down to play anytime. Lauren. For those of you who don't know, is an avid Harry Potter fan. I'm pretty sure she read all of the books when she didn't even fully develop hair yet. Um, and she was like two years old, maybe. But Lauren got a Harry Potter trivia game for Christmas and made all of us play. And me and I was maybe like five. Does that sound accurate? No, you were in middle school. And you, oh, <laughs> oh okay, and wrong. You, You're wrong. And you said that unicorn blood was white. I'm pretty sure. Okay, oh my for God, someone, so I just want to say, for someone who doesn't remember anything from her childhood, this sounds extremely <laughs> specific. Well, I think I blocked out a lot of things, and this just came flooding back in. Yeah. See, this okay. is why this is a great supplement to our therapy. I think this is going to generate some stories. That we can then, then we can then, this is a primer, and then we'll then bring them to the professionals. I agree. Lauren, is unicorn blood not silver? It's 100% silver. And oh she God. said like gray or something, <laughs> just idiotic. And mom felt bad Idiot. for her and gave her the point. <gasps> oh, you're oh, right. She 
And then that, and then Lauren got really mad because that's not the rules. This is why we can't handle conflicts. It's the meddling. They're meddling. Yes. <laughs> it is the meddling. Yeah, and you know what? That game was rigged from the beginning. But Monopoly, we all had an equal chance to succeed. Yeah, Kenzie, because capitalism is equal for everyone. Wow. What about the people in the jail corner? Yeah, Kenzie. Shit. Hmm. I'm sorry, guys. I'd like to apologize. Acknowledge your privilege. I would like to say I did have privilege during that game because Lauren and I married each other. We we combined our assets. Mm -hmm. And then we did have a messy divorce. It was messy. And we had to split the assets <laughs> up, and that was really hard. And then we rekindled and then recombined our assets. And then somebody flipped Lauren the board. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren flipped the board game over, and then the game was over. I actually have, I have no recollection of that part. And we kind of, I think that's, Lauren, we always wonder where Lauren's um, episodes of Rage started and i feel like maybe that was one <laughs> yeah is that a millennial thing or is that specific to you unchecked rage yeah i don't know for all our millennial listeners out there did anyone else ruin family game night and or punch a hole in a wall on christmas eve ruining the entire holiday for everyone else oh yep that that's a really good one if you have let us know you know, I wonder if that's a mo- if that's a millennial thing, or that aren't you a Gemini? I am, but oh. okay. I don't know. Wait, guys, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about my sign. What does it mean that I'm a Gemini? You're two faced. It means you have two different personalities. Here, I will pull up. I will pull up the Gemini personality traits. Well, I just want to know what you guys are, and I want to know what yours are, so that I know if mine is good or bad in comparison. I literally okay. said it in my intro. Oh, I know. Yeah, you said you're a Leo, Moon, and Sun. I don't know what that means. Oh, Gemini, Gemini traits. Charismatic. Uses humor as a crutch. <laughs> knows a little bit about everything. Um, you have, you're very intelligent and pick up knowledge quickly. You're perceptive, analytical, and often very funny. You have an unreserved and childlike curiosity, always asking questions. An intense shame <laughs> you made that up <laughs> no you're it says you're afraid of being alone oh, oh okay sorry, no use co-star so you can see her her moon and her rising yeah. oh i know but do you know off the top of your head what time you were born um 902 a.m i believe not Abby, not you. Is that no. Lauren? <laughs> well, oh. is, Abby's <laughs> sign, is, is Abby's sign self-centered? Is that what hers is? Uh, yes, yeah, that's Leo, the whole thing. <laughs> but I do, I do, I do want to kind of backtrack here because I feel like we did skip over really quickly about the fact that Lauren did punch a hole in the wall on Christmas Eve. Hmm. And I don't, we did you know, of, I can take, I will take 40% <laughs> responsibility for that. And then I think each of you has 30% responsibility. Okay, that's fair. 40, 30, it 30. Was, we, were, it was, we were intentionally tormenting you, mm-hmm. like on purpose, to get a reaction. Um, it, it started because this is actually a great glimpse into our family. Um, we were driving to Christmas Eve mass 
And dad, <laughs> as he was driving, had a solo cup full of Red Bull and vodka. Mm-hmm. And I, I somehow, as I was reaching up, <laughs> I dropped my iPhone into his Red Bull and vodka. My screen messed like it was just, it was dead. So I was sad about my phone. Then you guys decided to... <laughs> Just break me. You could tell. You could tell I was slightly broken, and then you just decided to go in. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We we noticed a weakness, and we infiltrated that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm sure everyone's familiar with the Glee version of deck the rooftop mashup of uh, deck the halls and Saint Nicholas up on the rooftop. <laughs> um, and we we played that maybe 25 times in the car to the point that Lauren was in tears and we thought it was hilarious. And I remember saying, yelling that I hated all of you. (laughs) And so that's when mom told me when we got home, I was to go to my room. Yeah. So Lauren was banished to her room. Mm -hmm. Um, This is where it picks up. This is where, this is where it gets good. And remind you, this was all after our like Christmas Eve, so Lauren's banished to her room. Abby and I follow to her room. We get the song on our our little speaker and put it up against the the space between her door and the carpet. The same right space. Her the door. same space that Mickey the hamster would shimmy under. Mm-hmm. So imagine that we're we're sticking the speakers of our phones under that and playing the song, and then. You switched the song, actually, at that point. You had switched from the Glee song to Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas. Oh, no, 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 no. Alvin and the Chipmunks Witch Doctor. Witch Doctor. Oh, Witch Doctor. oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, I remember that. And then all of a sudden, you just hear a, a bang. <laughs> and Abby and I, we, we ran and we went into our rooms and we turned off the music and we didn't know what happened. Wait. Were we gaslighting Lauren? One hundred percent. One hundred percent, we were. <laughs> it was psychologically abusive. Honestly, and though, then, you did learn how to caulk. Yeah. So on the on yeah. So then I got in even more trouble, and mom made me call Peepaw. Which I don't know why she put me through that shame. Not only was I in trouble, but then I had to call her grandfather, tell him what I'd done, and have him explain to me how to fix the wall. I could have YouTubed it. And, but yes, but now I can patch Wait. a large hole Wait. in the wall. Did you have to tell him that you punched it? I don't know if I told him that. <laughs> to be fair, he also did come fix Kenzie's door every time I kicked it down. You would put it back on the hinges. <laughs> That's true. Oh my god. Wait, the amount of times that people had to fix my door because Abby or my mom kicked it down. <laughs> like, I feel like that's not normal the amount of times my door was Okay, so in. you guys are trying to frame me as the sole, you know, family member with rage issues, but it seems more like it's a pattern. I feel like I didn't have any rage. Um, yeah, I think it was just you. And you get you're gaslighting me again. <laughs> You know, yeah, I it is a family pattern of um, violent rage, and it's 
a family pattern of gaslighting, which I think that this is really good that we're having these all good spirited, all well intentioned, oh, yeah. well intentioned, good spirited. No, it's like a fun, cute gaslighting. Yeah, Just a little like, cute. like footnote. Lauren also in high school created a game for all of oh. us. No, this was younger. I feel like it was like middle school. Middle school. Okay. But basically the premise was we would beat each other up on our um, cement flooring that was covered in like a quarter of an inch of carpet. And um, the game only ended when someone was breaking down crying. It basically was a game invented by Lauren for an excuse to hurt us. Okay, listen, clearly, clearly I did not have healthy outlets for (laughs) my anger. And so this actually was a very creative, a very creative solution. I will hand it to you. That was, it was a very creative way for you. I will like to say earlier in the podcast, I did make a statement that I don't have rage and I would like to um, take that back. Mm, We're going to revisit that. Well, I'd like to, what's it, recant my statement? (laughs) Because I did get banned for life from Club Penguin. Thank you. I thought when I was, was a child. Wait, I did too. Okay, so Abby and I would both like to recant our statements that we had rage because I said a string of um, obscenities on Club Penguin <laughs> Mine because was someone not wouldn't get out of my igloo. Rage. Well, someone wouldn't get out of my igloo, and so I told them to get the fuck out, and <laughs> I immediately was banned for life. I could not. I was. The mere age of 11, probably. <laughs> and Abby, how did you get banned for life? Okay, so that means I was... I definitely was not nine. I was not playing Club Penguin in fourth grade. I think I had to have been. Yeah, you were. Yes, you were. Oh, okay. Cut that out, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Abby has no timeline. Super- no, I don't. I, feel like. I, I was going to say I was seven. <laughs> Earlier, <laughs> since he was like, I was five. And you were like, no, you were in high school. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, anyways. I was just reciting Birdman lyrics to everyone. So I think... <laughs> Do you remember oh. the song? Uh, Get Your Shine On. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Classic. So I think that was my downfall. <laughs> so where, I mean, where would you do this? Was it in the pizza parlor, the dojo, the dance club? I think my last strike <laughs> was... You didn't get. I think you didn't get strike, so you had to have been making multiple accounts because you don't get warning. <laughs> I think I broke my probation on the iceberg. Was here's here is a question, and I don't mean to get too serious, but was Webkins the TikTok of our generation? Webkins was more. I Webkins was the Bitcoin of our generation, if you think mm. about it. Cash cow. Unpack that a little bit. I think that that feels true. That rings true to me. Because we were buying these stuffed animals that came with a monetary and internet value, mm-hmm. you know, and cash cow. So Webkins were the original crypto. Yeah, if you think they, about it. They were. If you think about it, 
Wow. This is funny. I was watching a YouTube video last night about um, it was this girl like getting back on webkins and playing all the games. It was really funny. Does it still work? Yeah. She did um, the cash cow one with like the milk and the coins. I think there's um, there's the there's the one where you get the gems. Oh, Uncut Jams. We... <laughs> Lauren, do you know about that? No. I'll send okay. you a video after. Thank you. Um, Wait, there, yeah, there was the Welcome to the Curio Shop. Looks like you oh, found yourself a gym. No. Yes. Okay, wait, that just brought, whole... like, that was tri- that triggered in my memory. That <laughs> yeah. I know that's real. Wait, did you guys hear the, the conspiracy about, remember where you could go to Dr. Quack, Dr.? Mm-hmm. How he was actually a cannibal and was murdering people. Um, no. <laughs> okay. Um. Um. Well, I just I just searched Webkin's doctor, and the first thing that came up was the infamous Webkin's killer rumor, two thousand seven. What's your source? YouTube. You and on. Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> This is the shit Joe Rogan. Why won't he shut up about webkins? I'm so sick of it. If Joe Rogan slanders webkins one more time, one more time, that's the end of the line. That's when I will unsubscribe from Spotify. Say what you want about women. (laughs) If you come after Cash Cow or Doctor, say what you want about women. Say what you want about vaccines, but don't talk about webkins. It's interesting that both Kenzie and I have Lyme's disease celiac disease, hypothyroidism, um, anxiety, anxiety, depression, and occasionally depression, <laughs> and ADHD. And ADHD. That's weird. What do you have? It's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what you yeah, got? Just, 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 <laughs> well, just anxiety. Ugh, that's it. That's really boring. Mm. Wait, mm. I actually think I know why I'm immune to all of your ailments. I was on a very special diet growing up that consisted of kids' cuisines, hot pockets, IC, and toaster strudels. And I do think that might have built up some immunity. It was this health regimen. Mm-hmm. The sausages on a stick wrapped in a pancake that you dip in syrup yes was, the corn dogs that were the breakfast it was the breakfast sausage breakfast, pancakes yeah breakfast corn dogs. um i remember one time when mom brought home the whole wheat hot pocket and i had a mental <laughs> breakdown <laughs> because you cannot tell me those were good Kenzie <laughs> would steal all of the icing packets out of the toaster strudel mm-hmm. box and just eat them all. <laughs> and then I would have to eat a plain pastry in the morning. Yeah, that's messed oh, up. I'm so sorry that you had to eat a plain dessert in the morning <laughs> without the extra icing on top. That must have been so You were hard like to. rabid just sucking down <laughs> packets of icing. Yeah, I really had no. I'm, that was actually really scary. I had no business eating the amount of icing <laughs> I did. <laughs> I used to eat frosting with a spoon out of the can, and this is really bad. I would eat spoonfuls of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. 
when? I would open up the sugar canister and eat like six to seven <laughs> Are you kidding me? Did anyone no. eat? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> oh my god. What did you feel afterwards? Did you have just like a high? I don't remember. <laughs> this is I think like- I blacked out. <laughs> This is why you have no memories of your childhood. That could not have been good for you. Like that? That's really, that's really scary. Um, I hope you've recovered. Speaking of frosting, though, just to backtrack, one time I would think I was in first grade and dad sent me to, dad had to pack my lunch and he sent me to school and my lunch was a full-size bag of Doritos, but there were only the, like, crumbs in the bottom. And so he rolled the entire bag, like, all the way down and then just put a rubber band around it. So I had to unwrap the whole bag and reach my tiny little first-grade arm in to get the Dorito crumbs. That and a um, container of frosting. That? Oh, Oh, were you not the most excited child when you (laughs) opened your lunchbox and it was icing? I mean, I was, it was probably great. I'm surprised they didn't call, like, CPS or something. Yeah. Was, was he, like, lucid packing that? Why would he not have been lucid? <laughs> well, because... <laughs> I would just, like, no, wait. No, no. No, Or dad was I don't... not frequently, like, <laughs> unconscious growing up. Was dad on one of his benders? <laughs> Well, I was just wondering why he would do that. And then I thought maybe it was when he got bit by the brown recluse and he was like hallucinating for a week before we knew what happened. Oh, there was So I thought he might have been staying at home because he felt bad and he was hallucinating while packing that for you. Those were, that would make sense. Those were, they were years apart though. Okay. Again, (laughs) time time perception. Um, what was your all's favorite? Hot pocket flavor, because I have mine. Ooh. Uh, pizza. I think I liked the little meatball one. Don't you fucking dare! I was about <laughs> to say if anyone says meatballs, I no, I was I like the four cheese. The four cheese was no. a classic. Yeah, like the meatballs. I don't know now. Now I'm doubting myself. <laughs> Absolutely not. I they don't... were like mini. <laughs> Well, yeah, I remember. They were so bad. No, I remember, and the meatballs would okay. never get on. They would be frozen in the. Oh, yes. never get yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Ham and cheese. I was. Oh say my! If anyone says ham and cheese. <laughs> okay, were I quit you, this game. Were you okay? Yeah. No. <laughs> Only acceptable answer. Ooh. The pizza, the pepperoni pizza, the four cheese, the chili cheesesteak one was really good too. Fiesta. The fiesta, the fiesta one, was, one was awesome. Abby, if you ate it, if you were to eat a hot pocket now, what would happen to your body? Well, I guess since I'd be allergic to the crust, um, the tomato, the cheese, and if there were any meat in there, I would probably just combust. <laughs> what if you were to follow it with seven spoonfuls of sugar? <laughs> your body would could, probably go into it. Could balance out. It could balance out. For the for our listeners out here, Abby is allergic to um, gluten, dairy, chicken, beef, pork, tomato, nuts. Yeah, peanuts and cashews. Just your classic, just your main ones. 
Yeah, and then, big hitters. Eat, and then I don't eat dairy. So the Hot Pocket probably wouldn't. Here's, but the, here's sugar the problem. Is Sugar's cool. Here's the problem with the Hot Pocket mm-hmm. is the microwave time because you might run into the thing where the meatballs are still cold. But if you overdo it, then you bite into it and you just have boiling cheese mm-hmm. in your mouth. Uh, pizza bites, same problem. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncrustables, do you guys remember we would microwave yes. Uncrustables? I was just about to say, Kelly McMahon gave herself like a second degree burn from an Uncrustable like two years ago. Okay, I was talking with Greg about this and I was like, yeah, that's problem with Uncrustables like when you microwave it it would just scald you he's <laughs> like you were never supposed to microwave Uncrustables they were always supposed to just thaw in your lunchbox and I was like did not believe him looked it up they were like do um, not microwave yeah guys I have a niche memory that I think just pertains to me is everybody in their mind when you talk about Uncrustables what do you think about the peanut butter jelly but but I was and am deathly allergic to peanut butter. I only remember the grilled cheese uncrustables. Ew! And I do no remember one else those. knows those. I think those probably like they stopped making them. But I would have those, and I feel like you had to heat those up because. I'm yeah, I was about to say, cheese. would you just have like lukewarm like grilled cheese it for was, lunch? It was either lukewarm or it was boiling hot to where <laughs> I had to go to the nurse after and get ice. There's no in between. I do you, <laughs> do you guys remember that? The grilled cheese or no? No. Okay. No. That seems kind of like a um what's the thing where your memories are everyone collectively their memories are altered? Oh the Mandela oh, the, effect. The, yes. But what happens when it's just you? Just a lie. Think you're <laughs> You're just a liar. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in this week. We'll be back next week. Comment with your favorite sister (laughs) or your favorite traumatic memory. Sounds good.